snap my fingers because i can't i have to hold my microphone up okay three two one sure i tried it and i think i'm doing it kind of bad yeah it's I'm, perfect no because i try to do it a little before you do it instead of doing it like when because it should really be like an accurate reading right of like the, the actual same. delay but for me i'm competitive yeah. with god god you can't beat me, Mr. Omnipotence. My mu my microphone is omnidirectional. Welcome to Godcast. Welcome to the God Pod. God. <laughs> Welcome to the God. Welcome to the God, God Pod, Pod with Father Todd. And I'm Father Bill. Father Bob. Father Todd couldn't be with us this episode. He's too busy fighting the In allegations. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Welcome to the Rough Take Podcast. Where we talk about movies, new movies primarily, but also old movies on occasion, and we just be we just be silly. We just be silly little guys just doing silly little things, saying things. Stop! Don't take our review so serious. God. Don't chill take our out. review so serious. We don't know who who did. Mm, I don't know. Somebody gave us a bad review on Apple Podcast. They said they don't like. They said. These guys don't like The Dark Knight. That's the best movie of the 2010s. Didn't even come out in 2010, you fucking idiot. It came out in 2008. Wait, and it has too much 9-11 imagery. No, I'm lying. I like to make up oh things my to God. get upset about. I like to that make was up a things really to get upset great about. journey. Well, there was that one guy who on. did give us a bad review. We got one one-star review. It threw yeah, us off from a five-star on Spotify because it's somebody who used to, as he put it, fuck Doug. Sorry. It, well, no, that's not what he said. It's somebody who you used to talk with on Grinder and tell us a little bit about Grinder. I don't what know. Is that I don't app? know. I don't know if it was, but it could have been. No, it definitely was. I mean, People get that, mad. that review that review came in like two minutes after he said that you shouldn't talk about F I S T I N G for the kids at home on your podcast. I spelled it out so <laughs> oh they wouldn't God. know what I said. If you're six years old, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. Probably not six year old material. I just you... okay. Go ahead. Can sorry. I tell you something? Yes. I a lot of things have, are changing. Oh God! I got supple nips, which are nipple suctions to try and make my nipples bigger. I do want to remind because... the audience that Doug is the one who told me not to say such explicit things on the podcast, <laughs> and now he's because... talking about little toys he bought to suck on his titties. But it's like not sexual. It's aesthetic because my you know as a child surfing basically ripped my nips off like after surfing as a kid bleeding nips always Doug, if you're a california it or Hawaii, is sexual you know and about. aesthetic it's both i just want normal nipples it's <laughs> both doug you're not asking for normal nipples you're asking god to provide you with udders yeah Upon udder is like the goal i want may suckle. like full Finger. I want finger long. You want the fingerling nippies. potato nipples? <laughs> Hit me with a fingerling potato. If nip. your nipples were a potato, which one would it be? Previously, yours would be That's mashed. a real question. Pretty soon, they're going to be little tater tots, pencil erasers, <laughs> popping oh out. Something you can enjoy with your chicken What would nuggets. yours be? Mine yours would, would be... be probably 
Let me Scalloped? show you. Let me show you. Can I show you? No. It's quick. I'll do a quick flash. Ah! Harry. <laughs> They'd be the dish you said back because Gutter of, potatoes. Because the chef got his beard hair in it. Is, huh. it, is this an eyelash? Speaking of which, Max's beard is gone. It did. I shaved it. Fell I, off his face. Well... Technically, yes, but it was intentional. <laughs> this is not a leukemia situation. <laughs> I, intentional. I, oh, I guess yeah, that's not funny. I, it is funny. Laugh. No, I'm just going <laughs> to... I shaved for... We did the 48-hour the film festival. It's like a film oh contest. I did it with some friends from film school, which I did me. attend. New York University. New York. Max was a Tisch alum. Tush finished alone. it in one year yeah that's their art school um and and oh yeah i know i went there um <laughs> no i went to community college ever heard of it um Hello. and there was a film contest we had to do a film contest where you make a full little short movie in 48 hours from conception to completion you can't even like think about we weren't even allowed to think about it. They put a uh, chip in your brain, so if you start thinking about it, it shocks you. Oh, it docks you. You points. can't even yeah. yeah, you can't even think about what you're going to do until the ceremony commences. And the ceremony commenced and we realized we don't have any actors. Oh no. And then I was the oh. only person who was gonna be on set who wasn't going to have a role on set. I was like writing and editing. And so they asked me to be in the movie. So I was in it, so I had to shave off my glorious beard through which you could see my chin when the sunlight hit it ever so delicately against oh. the back. It's like a painting, though. Yes. It's like one of those 3D paintings where you exactly. walk left and right. It's like a 3D like, printed Whoa. beard that I had. <laughs> and now it is gone! Um, well, congrats on the finishing that film. I replaced it with a 4D mustache. It tickles your butt. Sorry. Yeah, any any content that you see Max in with a mustache is actually very meticulously doing post on. Yeah, I edited. I actually, this is a filter. I still have a beard. <laughs> oh. So. Um, 4K mustache. True. So you're feeling good about it. You're the movie? Great. You made a movie. Yeah. yeah, it was super fun. It was a lot of work. We had to stay up literally all night editing. I was up until like. Two nights? I was up. I was up from from Saturday at at nine a.m. to mm. Monday at eight p.m. So that's how much Dang. that's how much sleep I got. But it was really fun. It's like rewarding. It's a fun thing to do. Yeah, and then you have a tangible outcome, and you're like, here, bidding. Look, I made this, and people go, "That's it's, not very good." Know, it was in two days, you bitch. You fucking bitch. There's something about being given deadlines that, like that, which is so helpful. Yeah. If you don't have deadlines, even with like writing or yeah. whatever, like if I have a deadline for like writing a pilot or whatever, yes, I'll like, yes, yes. get there. Yeah. Even though it's hypothetical, at least in this way, it's not hypothetical. It's real. And I, to be honest, I'm always just going to wait until the last minute and then finish it really fast anyway. Yeah. And in our case, last minute is like death when yeah. you don't have a so it's like you have plenty of time yes that's just Shoot how in those i last am 20. as a person 
But that's not what we're here to talk about, Doug. We're here to talk about Rough Take, the app. Please download it. Oh, download it. And we're here to talk about movies, and one of which I just finished, literally. How How long ago? ended up going today to Bo. That's going to be a little bit rough, isn't it? Because I feel like you have to still be working through it a little bit. Uh, Well, let's jump in. We'll get there. Do 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 is afraid. He's so scared of everything. Bo is so scared. He's afraid of spiders. Bo is afraid. He wants to fuck his mom. That's the song. That was a great song. Yeah, that's a good transition. I feel like we should start doing like little parody songs of like so we do the famous movie and then we do we use that as like the thing. So it's like for instance, if it's Psycho, it's like. But then you do like a little song, it'll be like Evil Dead Rise, 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 Non-binary Reactor. In the in the family. Independent family fighting ghouls. So Bo's afraid. Got it. Let's jump into it. Okay, baby. Or do we want to know how your week was? Um, no, I mean, we don't have to talk about our week yet. I did the movie. Did you do... And you're working on your nipples. We both got stuff going on. I'm wearing my nipples. Max is making movies. We're doing stuff. Yep. Things are happening. I've been surfing. Um, Bo is afraid. Yes. So I... You go first, because I need a, one more minute. Okay, so we're talking about... We're talking about... Let's Well, let's do just our star reviews right away. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to say... And and look, right, this is not necessarily a recommendation for the movie for everyone, but I'll say mm-hmm. four stars. Well I think it was I think it was creative. I think it was very funny in parts. I think some of the mm-hmm. funniest things that have happened in a movie in the last five years happened in this movie. And so there are so <laughs> many things that I love about the movie. It's definitely a bit long. It's definitely mm-hmm. a bit intimate. And a little bit cringy at points when it, yeah. it's like, you know, chill the fuck out. Right. Like we don't care yeah. about your mom. Yeah. I give it a three. Three's good. I feel like a I, low could, three. I could see, I could totally see and understand people hating this movie. 2.7 to three for me. Two point. But okay. that's so specific. <laughs> Just cause I kind of want to give it under a three. Do it then. Um, give it a 2.5 but... girl. We could talk mm. about it. I'm going two point seven six. Okay, interesting. So you just and you just got out of the movie. Two thirds. I think the way you watch this movie is going to definitely kind of inform your experience because I went to see this with like a bunch of people, all the same people I went to see Midsummer and Hereditary with, and we've been sort of following Ari Aster's career and enjoying his movies for what you know since 2018. So it's like for five years now, and so because we were all so like excited to see it. It sort of made the experience a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, it was like an, an event or whatever. For exactly. And I feel like if I went to see this by myself in theaters, I would have been like, I'm going to get some mozzarella sticks. I'm hungry. Yeah, I literally, that was me. I was like, should I go pee just because I like feel like doing something? Right, 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 like, right. There's, there's a, well, okay, so just getting into it. I guess the reason why I didn't love was... I agree with you. I think there are a lot of moments, and I have a feeling like the longer it's in my brain, I might like it yeah. more. Like more time to think about certain scenes. It's definitely like it's kind of like a new movie every like 
35 minutes or something or 40 minutes in a way. So like if you don't like the one section, there's maybe a new movie that you're going to like. Which I do want to comment on that specifically because I liked the first movie the best, I think. I like oh my god yeah that was i was like laughing and like it was crazy it was so funny and we are gonna get into spoilers right should we just get into spoilers well let's let's try and give a synopsis okay you do you want to try because you just watched it i I could do it i mean it's almost like okay i'd say it's a surrealist like metaphor metaphoric world journey of this Mm -hmm. man who has a sordid relationship with an overbearing mother figure. Um, and he's basically just trying to, he's trying to live his life normally. And then his mother dies and then it Mm -hmm. becomes about trying to get to his mother's funeral. Yes. But the world is imposing at, in every environment that he's in really intensely. So it's it's his struggle through these different worlds. Like, yeah. And, and I do want to emphasize how psychotic the world is that he lives in because it's not just like, oh, it's like an anxiety movie about getting to your mom's funeral. It's, I mean, like, you know, it's like there's a scene where he leaves his apartment and he turns around and he's scared to leave his apartment. He has massive anxiety. He's scared yeah. to leave his apartment. He turns around and he had to prop the door open because someone stole his door key. And he turns around and literally every single person in the street wanders into his apartment building because he left it open and they go and they just start living in his apartment and he has to sleep outside it's like that kind of movie yeah it's very so i'd say the best the most similar movie is mother to me yes where it's like if you liked mother like this it's a total hypothetical or like a metaphorical world that's really intense and kind of like abrasive yeah like you'll like this movie definitely got the same vibes um but yeah okay so now into spoilers okay yeah so i kind of saw it as broken up into these different spaces so it was like like for me it was urban suburban Mm -hmm. woods fantasy hyper drama in one home yes yeah or whatever yeah and so like each I did find myself getting bored and wanting to leave. But like I said, after like 30 minutes, you move on to another movie that's yes. like intriguing all of a sudden. It's like, okay, well, this movie is intriguing. And then you get back right. in. So it's a weird experience as a viewer because it's like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Oh, all right. Okay. It, come on. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird Strange. sort of up and down kind of feeling. It definitely tests your patience a little bit. But I think, I think. For me, I don't really mind if a director uses that as a technique for his move for their movie. For their movie, mm. not his movie. Women can direct mm. Doug. But hypothetically. Hypothetically, no. yeah. It's never happened, but I think someone should attempt it. Hasn't it hasn't happened soon. yet. Yeah, I can't wait mm. for that to happen. I'm gonna be like so excited. Um <laughs> But but yeah, so I don't so it's like, yeah, I think he does intentionally use sort of like boredom and like strain in the movie. Like, none of this movie feels like it's by accident. Whether you like it or not, that's one yeah. thing. But there are moments in this movie that are going to test your patience, and I think it's by design. Yeah. That's what I'll say. It's definitely, like, at, when I was, like, a David Lynch-obsessed, like... Yeah. Like, like 
film student-y person, this yeah. would have been like my favorite movie of all time. Right, 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 like, right. Like, oh, fuck. Like, this, every what do you moment. think that that meant? Yeah, um, like, every but, single person on the street represents a different piece of society. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, my God. Which wait a it minute. probably does, actually. Oh, it but... definitely does. Yeah, there's tons of meaning in the movie. There's obviously mm-hmm. symbolism that's being used here that, like, is beyond my comprehension. Um, so mm-hmm. it's definitely beyond yours, dear listener. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you idiot. You, <laughs> you fucking, fucking bitch. Give it a one star, idiot. Um, <laughs> no, I just think, I think what I was surprised by, though, was that this movie was really not ever trying to be anything other than really funny. It's, like, mm. full-on a comedy movie. I, yeah, I was, like, the only one laughing in the theater. That's shocking. I would Everyone like, in my theater <laughs> was laughing. It's like, <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying about the viewing experience, because, like, everyone... I mean, not even just the people that we were with. Our theater was packed, by the way. It was, like, a Tuesday night, which is kind of weird. Random. But everyone was laughing. Yeah. Like, and not just laughing. I mean, laughing to the point where it's like I couldn't stop laughing. Really? The scene where he gets hit by the truck and his balls fucking fly out. And, like, you know what I mean? And then, like, the, the stabber, the birthday stab man. That's his mm. name in the movie. It's like there's this guy. It's, okay, describing this movie is going to sound psychotic. But here's the thing. Yeah. Okay. There's a character in the movie called the birthday stab man who stabs people when it's their birthday. And he runs around naked and the news describes him as uncircumcised, as a circumcised yeah, that white was man. Funny. Which is like, it's just like, it's so weird. And then there's like little funny details. Like the picture of the girl that he loves, you know, he like looks at yeah. his like little nightstand and he looks and there's something written on it. And it just says, uh. enjoy this picture of me, heart Elaine. It's just like stuff like that. It's just like, it's so. There are a lot of little jokes in there for it's sure. It's so funny. And how the girl, how the like, when at one point he yeah. finds himself kind of miseried yeah in this like suburban house with nathan lane which was great yeah he's um, awesome in this and the daughters the daughter in the house is constantly trying to like gotcha him and like you know th- videoing him and saying i'll tell him you raped me kind of thing no she never um, says that though she never accuses him of like sexual oh, of ripping her hair out yeah she said i'll tell them i'll tell them that you ripped my scalp off yeah. And she's like, I'm going to have my friend pull my hair so hard that my scalp comes off and I'm going to tell them that you did it. And then she's like, I saw you do it. It's yeah. so it's so fucking. And they make him like they force him to smoke a joint with that threat, like that they're going to get him arrested. Yeah. And he smokes this joint. And then he's like, am I going to die? It's so it's just so funny because I don't know. It I was just funny. It was so well, funny. how the, I thought how the girls talked was funny. Yeah. Where she's like, don't call me, I don't know her name, Beth. I think her name's Tony. He's like, isn't isn't your name Tony? She's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, so- oh, so you're willing to sleep in my bed <laughs> and steal my parents, but you won't get fucked up with me? That, yeah, Because like, he that won't drink funny. paint with her? This movie yeah. is insane. It's insane. Like, talking about, you can't really thread logic through it. Yeah. I'd, I'd say it's just a, like a big collage of yeah. like of like you know really cool cinematic spaces and like situations mm-hmm. and and like commentary like very bits of like intense comic constant flow of bits of commentary yeah. on like the world and america and like poverty and like families and yeah. 
like just so many where you're like yeah and like guilt about being more successful than people who are outside of your status or class Mm -hmm. um and guilt i I love that sorry no go ahead go ahead no 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 keep going well guilt about like the way that you treat your family and like and balancing kind of the idea of like you know everything that your parent or guardian did for you versus how how many bad things they also did to you like the gratitude mm. that you have for a parental figure versus like the resentment you have towards a parental figure yeah which i thought was like very funny there's a lot of freudian he might want to fuck his mom stuff which i'm not sure what that says about the director but yeah that was interesting he does end up almost killing her yeah. there was a um, and it was patty lapone hello gay man she was, your ears yeah. have just peaked patty lapone right well do you know her her legend no her she's like a gay old gay man like wet dream like she's a broadway woman yeah and everyone's like oh have you heard company by patty anthony sings her all the time well she was amazing oh she's she's awesome obviously the whole cast in this movie is i think parker parker posey surprise posey's in it do you know who the the like the chubby guy the uh the guy who was living outside in the Winnebago oh, at the home. Do you know who that was? Yeah. No. That is the dad of the French family in the opening scene of Inglorious Bastards. Oh, he's so hot. He's so fucking hot. Oh my god. That's I was really vibe, hoping 100%. that like they'd have sex with each other. This is also the first time, like historically, that I've been attracted to Joaquin Phoenix in a movie. I've never oh. been attracted to him before. In this movie I was like and do you know why yeah, it was? I mean, I'm not surprised. Do you know? No, don't say that, though, because that sounds judgmental. And people will pick up on it, and they'll criticize you. They'll say, one star for the podcast, Doug is very rude, and he kinks, he shames people for their sexual preferences. He says very nasty things. Doug is very nasty. That's what they'll say in the one-star review. And by them, oh. I mean me. And so he, it wasn't because of his body or anything. Do you know what it was? It's when he, it's no, it's when he almost started crying during sex. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, It's been great. We're shutting down. I didn't, I probably shouldn't admit that, but he kind of like wimp. I'll do an impression. Like, no, you love a whimper. You brought this up. uh, He's like, he's like, uh, 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 that's like, that's how he like fucks. It's awesome. I was like, I would, yeah, whatever. I I love his high voice. Yeah. I love his high voice in this. Oh, the one, the commentary little. So it has these epic commentaries and then it has these small little ones. Like in the beginning of the movie, there's like a young Gen Z kid, like filming a guy about to commit suicide. Like, oh shit. Like, this is hilarious. And I'm like, oh, that is like very real. Like so many, like even little things that are like, oh shit. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I'd say is that there's so much in this movie that you're going to find at least some things you like. I'll also say about the tone is that the tone is consistent. So it's not as exhausting to me as watching like some other surreal movies where they don't even stick with like a logic in the tone. Yeah. So... That works. And there's like a thread of there's like a a strong enough plot thread for it to be engaging. Right. Like some surreal films are just like all go away. I will say when he's watching the play in the forest, that kind of started to drag on a little because I was like, where are we going with this? Because like it doesn't really apply to the full story in a way that makes sense to me yet. I'm sure I'll rewatch this at some point. But that was a little bit of a test 
for me where I was like, okay, let's move on. Yeah. I love the animation. It becomes a cartoon. Stuff. Yeah. Like there's one cartoon movie that yeah. happens where it's like, oh, yeah, you got, you know what? That was literally a Bjork video. <laughs> that yeah. whole thing was this Bjork video called Bachelorette. Uh-huh. And they use the exact same like tree rotating thing. Oh, like that makes come, sense. Like the, the whole video comes back around to her watching her own play. And it's a play within a play. I was like, this oh. is the Bjork video. <laughs> like, well, is... That makes sense. I think, well, Ari, one thing I do like about Ari Astra is that he'll be like, "This I ripped this off from this and I ripped this off from this. Because I feel like every oh, okay. director does it and he'll just say he does it. He'll be like, yeah, everything in Hereditary is basically just the thief, the cook, his wife and, the, and her, his wife mm. and her lover. He's like, that's nice. what he'll say. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like he wears his influences where he's not like trying to pretend he's super original. Which, which is great. Yeah. Everyone yeah. watch Bjork Bachelorette. Well, that, yeah, I, I know music what you're talking about. I want everyone, everyone. What did you think was too the long. funniest Come on. part? Mm. Way too fucking long. I think if I watch this at home, though. And I could like pause it or come back to it. It's almost like episodic Fine. in a way that would like. Yeah, yeah. Like if this were a it's mini like series, shows. it wouldn't feel too long at all. Yeah. Three episode mini series, people would love it. So to yeah. me, it's like then just make it a mini series. Watch it in parts, girl. Yeah, watch it at home where you can. I'd say watch this mm-hmm. if you're down with surreal things and you don't. You're not expecting like a full plot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and and yeah, piece it out. Don't. I would piece it out. Yeah. If I watched it at home, I probably would like it better because I'd be like, okay, time for poop. Yeah. But again, poop again, rip. though, if you, I would definitely say like, it's, it's, if you think this is a movie you would like, even though you know it's three hours long, you probably will. Yeah. But I can't recommend it to fans of Ari Aster because it's not like no. his other two movies at all. It's not an Ari Aster. It's like yeah. more of a, yeah, that guy, who, the Aronofsky. Or Charlie Kaufman, like yeah. uh, the I'm thinking of ending things, mm-hmm. or like uh, Anomalisa. The smoking. Thank you for not smoking. Maybe that's not Charlie Kaufman, but uh, I but know, I like but where your head's a, at. The only other movie I can kind of think that's a, like that. That movie's not surreal. Thank you for smoking. Is it? No, that's just about a tobacco lobbyist. Oh, what's the one where they turn into a horse at the end? Someone. Oh, sorry to bother you. Yes, sorry to bother you. Very similar in to- in tone and surreal elements to sorry to bother you. Yeah, I would say, but that, that movie's vibe. shorter. So again, this is going to test your patience if you don't like that. Um, it will just test your patience in general. Like yeah, in general, maybe on purpose. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there there you you probably had the experience of like, oh come on. At some point. Yeah. Right? Well, because it's like, I wanted a cigarette, you know. Do you think if this was, like, cut down to, like, a good two hours, you would, like, give this movie a five star? Yeah, probably. I think it's possible. I think if it cut down some sequences, even some moments, even I might two like it a little bit better. Two minutes, yeah. two hours. Yeah, two cut minutes. another half hour. Two, two minutes minute. long. Oh, you, I, <laughs> let me recommend something to you. The trailer for this movie is exactly two minutes and 30 seconds, and I think you'd love it. Okay. So, wait. Oh, I'll one check. more thing. Did you get? Did you understand that like the world he lived in was not an actual like she owned? She built that apartment complex and hired all those people to be actors. 
No, I didn't get that. Yeah, so he sees the wall of her employees, and everyone who he ran into, like, in the whole oh. movie, was an employee of hers. So yeah, she didn't fully constructed this world that he lives in. Well, there you have it. Bo's afraid. Okay, baby, the, okay, baby. You'll really love the first half, probably. Yep, and the second half, probably, too, like Doug Maybe. did. Doug, let me ask you a question. Mm. If your week was a movie, what movie would it be? Wow. Wow, funny you should ask, Max. Mm-hmm. It's a real boring-ass week. What's a really boring movie? Satin Tango. Satin Tango. Speaking of long movies, that movie's That's seven it. hours long. Easy. And That's are, my week. It's seven hours long, and there are only 450 shots in the movie. Hmm. Which means each no. shot is at least over two minutes. No. No, no. Oh, it's. A, I think it's even less than that. I think it's like 300 shots in the movie. Something what like about that. yours? Tell me about your week. If my life was a movie, I would say... What's a movie about making movies? I would say... It was like... No, because I was going to say The Player. Mm. Have you seen The Player with Tim Robbins? But they're so mean to each other in that. And it, this is mm. like... Uh, oh, the Hollywoody one? Yeah. My movie would be Be Kind Rewind with Jack oh. Black and Mo Staff. Directed by Michelle Gondry. Fun. What a fun one. Because we were doing these little this little independent movie moment. We were all making this movie together, and it was super fun, and we had a lot of fun doing it. And that's, like, the only thing that I really did this week. Doug might Michelle. be fucking dying from indigestion. Burpee. You might Burpee, be. daddy. Burpee. Oh, burp me. Burp me, don't burp me. me. Don't let me Imagine say that ever that. again. Well, I didn't let you say it that time. You just kind of came out with it. Yeah, if I indicate, if it seems like I'm going to say that, be like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Don't ever fucking say that about me again. That was the, that was the faggiest snap. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. Not you, me. Not you, me. <laughs> I was like, my snap was like, oh my God, girl. I didn't want to <laughs> scare the ants in my house or something. I did a little sassy. Damn, I can't. Okay, line that up. Line that up. Okay, Three, line that up. Three, two, one. I've always oh felt insecure God. about traditionally masculine things like being able to whistle. Mm, no whistling? Mm-mm. No whistling. Not at all. Dixie here. I'm singing my Southern Belle charm songs. And he said, well. he said, he said, if, he said if I finished all my chores... That I'd be allowed to read. Oh, that's my favorite line. <laughs> he said, "If oh I finished God. all my chores, he would he would allow me to learn how to read." So that is love. That is love. Papa's love. One of my Papa's favorite. Love. One of my favorite tel Tennessee William plays. Um, Tennessee William. Tennessee William. <laughs> Tennessee William. Tennessee. If I had William. a friend, if I had a friend from Tennessee. Who is named William? I would call him. Tennessee I lived William. in Tennessee, and my first name is William. <gasps> you are so your Tennessee William. My dreams are all coming true. I can't Tennessee believe William. it. Oh my god! So gay. Who do you think that god, dribble felt William. like when he put it up there? <laughs> hmm. Richard Gay. Richard. Well, 
I think William is a very good name for an old gay man. Or for a horse. William. Hey, William. William, get in here. (laughs) (laughs) Maximus? They're going to be able to motorboat just your nipples after you're done with those suction cups. They're going to be so plump and cleavage-esque. I hope, God. Doug, if your week was a nipple... No, sorry. I mean... (laughs) If my week was a nipple, it'd be... A scalloped potato. A scalloped potato. Call back. Pepperonis on your pizza with the lights off, please. Do you have any recommendations that are popped into your brain? Yes, I have several recommendations, and I'm so glad you asked. Oh, my God. One recommendation I have is a little movie that I saw in theaters called How to Blow Up a Pipeline. Okay. just came out and for some reason was allowed to screen here, even though this is a Republican area. And I think that if they knew what the movie was, they probably would have bombed the theater. But Mm. they didn't. Very political. Very political. Yeah, it's basically about a group of people who decide to become environmental terrorists and blow up a pipeline that's going to corrupt the land around it. Um, That's interesting. Did you ever see the movie Four Kings? Yeah. Or Three Kings. I think it's Three Kings, but there are four of them. Yeah, Three Kings. And they're like suicide bombers. Yes. Well, no. Oh, are you talking about Four Lions? Four Lions. Yes, I love that movie. That is one that the Republican Party would not love either. Mm, I wonder. It does create empathy for for people who are suicide bombers. And I don't (laughs) think that they'd necessarily appreciate that. That being said, it's a very funny movie that also makes me cry. It's very, yeah, I feel like it was funny, but I didn't yes. see it promoted at all. I feel, I feel like they're really afraid to promote that movie. Yeah, I think it's on Hulu, it's, though. Okay. It was a little confusing where it's like, oh, like <laughs> they're like some weird drives of yeah. the characters that you you kind of you're meant to empathize with in a way and it takes you to like weird places and you're like wait a minute like, they're trying to wait. bomb a marathon <laughs> yeah that's kind of fucked up but at the same time i understand why they're doing it based on the mindset that they have which i think is cool it's like weird yeah it's a very i think it's well, a very underrated movie yeah i'd say i feel like it's underwatched mm. for sure they're Agreed. uh I'm going to recommend something basic. I'm going to recommend The Craft. Basic really just hits, hits all those like goth, gay girl, gay boy spots. Yes, all the... all the it, That hits my witchy of, prostate. Yeah. A lot of like screaming gay screams at the NC-17, honey. Tina? Um, that's me on Grindr. NC-17, yeah, where's Queen Tina? And you're, I need, you're doing a shaka? I need to stay awake for six days. <laughs> My second recommendation... Hit me. ...is going to be... Um, well, since we did Boas Afraid, the animator who animated the animated portion in Boas okay. Afraid okay. also made a okay. full-length movie called The Wolf House that was, okay. I believe, produced by Ari Aster... It's a claymation horror movie, and it is fully surreal without um, a, really a comprehensible plot. And I can see Doug losing interest 
But this isn't mm. just a recommendation for <laughs> you, Douglas. It is for our audience as well. If that sounds like something you like, you probably will. If you think that sounds fucking bad, you probably won't like it. But you might. And I think you should try to watch it. Imagine that Love sequence that. that you got bored during for two hours. <laughs> what the about whole that? time? Yeah. No, it's a really cool animation, though. It's like. It's all stop motion and it like it's like but it's like a house. It's, it takes place in a house and it shows okay. like like the drawing will take place in chalk on the walls, and then as the chalk gets closer to the corner of the wall, the drawings like come out of the wall and they turn into like clay statues and then the statues oh. start moving and they fall onto the floor and it turns into like hopscotch. So it's like it's like every like type of Very different trippy. animation is used. It's maybe not like a good movie to watch if you're like a little bit fucked up or something. Like if you're watching, you're on drugs or something. But maybe it's great. Very melty yeah. movie though. But it's just Go it's either cool way. to see the style of it at least. Yeah. Um. um I'm gonna do another kind of basic one, but I really loved Run Lola Run when I it oh came out. Oh my god, I love like that movie. I was like obsessed with yes, that movie yes, when it yes, came yes. out. I love that movie. Um, I don't even. Can you give it a synopsis? Basically about this no, girl. No, you do it. It's your movie. No, just watch it. German, hyper yeah. stylized, super. A super lot of stylish. like time playing with like the concept of time a little bit. Yeah, think um, come play, but with time. It's like. Did you see? <laughs> well, did you see the movie Come Play? Yes, I did. I followed the director because I thought maybe he'd buy my script. But he hasn't followed Ugh. me back, and I don't like his fucking faggot movie. Sorry. Britta. Britta from Community, isn't it? I know. And she's, like, I so harrowed. Jacobs. She's so she, harrowed in it. So she, is in, she is a guest on Comedy Bang Bang when that film came out, yeah. and she went to go plug it. Uh-huh. And every time Scott brought it up, he'd say, like, oh, so tell me about Come Play. Like, wh- tell me about your movie, Come Play. And he wouldn't not say it like that. Did she? And she was just, like, laughing the whole time. That's yeah, awesome. She's like, so I I'm in a her. movie called Come Play. I really like Community. Maybe that's, like, a basic-ass boy kind of thing. But that I think is it's a, a funny good show. show. And I support its creator. Yeah. Wait, who's that? Dan Harmon. Oh, yeah. He is good. He the was Dean not accused of funny. misconduct, but he's definitely made some questionable jokes. And the co-writer of Rick and Morty, I support him too. The one that got in trouble? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of post giving a shit about the internet. <laughs> about <laughs> that type of thing. No, I'm just kidding. I don't really support yeah. him. But I wanted to trick Doug into saying that he does. Well, I don't even know the story, but... It involves I'm people who are generally under post. 18. Okay, well, in that case go away okay go jail doug cut that part out and i'll just say it uh, doug when i said that doug just said relatable and then his mic cut out <laughs> that was crazy Ugh. okay so what come are... play or play what was the show what was the movie run all the time run. play go watch come come play how do you say it normally now come play come play <laughs> come play come play there that's how the the horror movies called yeah with gillian jacobs they really should have thought that one through huh no bad bad naming not a good not a great movie either but we love gillian and they Um, did all practical effects for the creature in the movie which i do think is fun oh that is it was a puppet 
What other movie did we watch, Max? We watched. Uh... Mm-hmm. Ah, I got a cramp in my neck. He has <laughs> a focal cramp. I got a cramp in my neck. Evil Dead Rise. Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise. So give me your rating, girl. Well, I'm going to give it a rating for what it is. Right. Not That's... as a movie. I don't know it's, what that I'm means. I'm going to give it a four for what it is. Okay. If I'm giving it a movie, like a general movie to go watch or not watch, I give uh-huh. it like a three. So I'm going to give it a three. Okay. As a movie and for what it is. And we'll get into that a little bit maybe as we discuss the film. Okay. But, um, yeah, I think it was okay. And that's how I it's felt. It's a nasty little journey. Nasty little freaky film. Well, obviously, freaky obviously film this about fits. a family haunted by a demon. Yes. And the demon just basically slays through all of them. And That's she does. The story. She serves cunt and she slays, bitch. Slay, mama. So I would say that this movie was. Going into spoilers. Yes. Okay. So okay. actually, you can't spoil this movie. You know what it is. Like yeah, it's Evil Dead. You know I mean, what you're getting into. It's let's like just a, start with a that. Demon though. killing yeah. a family. The franchise Evil Dead is like, obviously, it's like one of the most famous and and kind of it's having like a renaissance too. So it's mm. like this sort of like renaissance franchise where like all of a sudden everybody's super interested in Evil Dead. So I'm sure we're gonna get 30 sequels in the next like two Ugh. years. So yeah. everybody knows what Evil Dead is. This follows the exact same sort of tropes of the evil dead franchise but it occurs within a high-rise apartment in california and Mm. so that's the premise they so i'm not very familiar with the evil dead have you seen any of them i saw the like not the like joke one what was the joke one isn't there a joke one I don't know. Where he has like a where he has like a uh, a buzz saw on his arm. Yes, so that would be Evil Dead Two when he attaches. Yeah, Evil Dead Two. Right. It's like kind of a joke. It's like not a horror movie. Yes. So Evil Dead One is like the budget was like a hundred thousand dollars or some super low budget movie, and they made it in like five days, and they rented a cabin and they made it. It's a it's a horror movie that's very oh, okay. campy, but people love it because of everything that he accomplished sort of due to necessity while making the movie. It's like oh. they couldn't show the demons, so they just have these cameras, and they put them on zip lines, and they just sent them through the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a lot of really cool techniques that he sort of invented for this movie. It's a very inventive okay. kind of cinematography and style. And then the second one is basically a remake of the first, to be honest, but with a higher budget. And he went full camp intentionally for that one. He was like, fuck yeah, it, like let's funny. make it silly. And then they it's got progressively sillier. So the third one is he gets sent back in time at the end of the second one, and the third one takes place back in time with the same protagonist, Ash, who, by the way, dies at the end of the first one. So it's like, how's he in the second one? They explain it, but whatever. Um, Okay. So fast forward to this one. So then you have the 2013 remake, which is extreme and aggressively violent, bordering on torture porn. Because it came Saw out. Saw vibes. Right. And it's like the demons possess people in that one. And like they make people cut their own limbs off. 
There's a scene in the movie where a girl takes a box cutter out, licks the box cutter so her skin splits in half, and then kisses God, her bleeding no. tongue into another girl's open mouth. It's like that kind no. of like really, really nasty movie. So yeah. this movie is, in my opinion, kind of an uncomfortable marriage of the two. Oh, okay. I think it was trying I... to be campy and silly, but also nasty. For me... I so I don't like gore, mm. and for me dealing with this movie, I was like, oh okay, I like did it, yeah, or whatever. It's not like too horrific. If you don't like gore, there are moments, but it's not like really bad. And maybe my gore expectation is like way lower than yours, mm-hmm. so I feel like the the tone with the gore worked for me. Maybe just because I didn't, I don't know the franchise that well. But I thought it was like a sure, fun, yeah. packaged, very packaged and tight little con- world. Tight little, your t- it was a um, tight little world. But I, I thought there was like really fun, interesting ways of like incorporating the demon mm-hmm. into the family. Like I loved the like use of basically this, this guy finds one of the kids finds like, you know, the book of the dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and some records and they're like a DJ and they put on the records. So in each record has a new like story and that evokes a demon. But I thought that was like a cool trope for me or cool, like cool method for me to yeah. like get the demon there through. Like, I agree records. completely. That actually the scene where he's playing the records might yeah, be that my was, favorite scene in the whole movie. That was definitely cool. And it was I, like, very, liked that. It was very Sam Raimi where he's like the camera's like tilting and spinning and like zooming in super fast on like a inanimate object. That's like very Sam Raimi style. And mm, those were my mm-hmm. favorite parts in the movie when they did try to emulate that style instead of okay. trying to be actually scary. Because for me, it's like, I don't know what it is, but I don't think Evil Dead's ever going to be actually scary to me. It's just yeah. not that. I love when it's gross and nasty and like. People are vomiting semen out of their mouths or whatever it was that that white stuff was <laughs> yeah, that comes out that, of her mouth. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I will say the plot was could have potentially been very upsetting because all the characters in the movie who are at risk are related. It's like a yeah. mother and her children. And yeah. so I was like, oh, this might be like a little much because there's no real expendable Can- characters. Like They're all mm-hmm. like brothers and sisters and kids. Um, but it, it really just never... You know, every t- any time you think, oh, this one's going to die now, they do. Yeah. So there's no real surprise. There's no real, like, I don't know, like, twists of, of, like, the survivors that you think will survive are the ones who do. Yeah. And, I agree. Yeah. You know, and so, I don't know. It just, it's not. It's not interesting. There's nothing interesting happening <laughs> in this movie. Which is unfortunate because it's based on a franchise that, like, reinvented horror yeah and i i just wish that they would do something interesting i mean drag me to hell takes place in the same universe too. oh that was great i like that movie that movie's amazing and i'm just starting to think like maybe only sam raimi should be allowed to direct these movies these yeah yeah they're yeah i mean it nothing like the reason why i like gave it a four for what it was Mm -hmm. is just because it's 
you know exactly what you're getting and you're yeah. gonna everything you expect everything to happen yeah that happens the last scene is funny kind of yeah i like that but funny and then they but, all but then merge. they like break actually what's annoying to me is in the last scene mm-hmm. this demon that's like needed to kill and torture all of them is you know chopped into you know just eviscerated like just blood and pieces yeah and then it and then it like goes into a new person when it's just blood and pieces and i'm like oh then it could have done the whole family whenever it wanted to i guess right is that part of the franchise the logic of the franchise is that the demon can only occupy one host at a time but there are multiple demons in this so anytime it cuts to the yeah the pov and it sort yeah. of spreads like a zombie virus too, which didn't really make sense in this one. So that's like another thing yeah. that's different. Um, the the, the rules, logic was annoying. Yeah, the logic in this one is a lot less solidified and contextualized than in the other movies. And even mm-hmm. compared to the other movies, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. However, the deadites, that's what they're called, like the demons, they okay. cannot die. So if you kill like a host... The demon just leaves the host's body. Yeah. So it got splattered, and if you kill a host, like, the demon is essentially free. You have to use some kind of mystical weapon to actually kill them, usually. Okay. Um, So I guess that makes sense. She went into that new person. But it also kind of insinuates... But it's confusing. Yeah. If they didn't lock in that logic, really. Yeah, I feel like you like Tell me that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. They probably thought, I... like, oh, we don't need to. And not only that, like, a lot of times if you do kill one of them, they don't come back. So, I, it's, the logic is not really the point of the franchise, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just, also, That yeah. last moment confused me. It, like, yeah. threw everything out the window of the rest of the movie for me. Yeah. <laughs> Where I'm like, I guess, it, is the point just trying to terrorize that's yeah, what the demon they're they're wants. sadistic more so than they are than wanting to take over someone yeah it's not like they're trying to be efficient they're trying to torment people it's essentially like they're demons that existed in hell that are now free to roam the earth to torment okay. people on earth so their purpose is not just to like wipe out humanity it's to torment as many people as meanly as they can i like that they make the trans person like the the idiot yeah, I was like, this is refreshing. We don't get that representation. Like, like idiot LGBTQ members like myself don't get representation in film yeah. enough. That invoke demons that kill their yeah. entire families. Like, dumbass queer people are not represented. And it was nice to yeah. see myself represented on screen for a while. They once. were a real dumbass, annoying queer person. Yeah, that well, they were all kind of... Yeah, they were all... They all look like, like kind of faggy, too. But I don't know. <laughs> It was, it was like, I don't know. It was not at any point scary to me, this whole movie. Like, there's nothing scary in the movie unless you get, like, scared really easily. And even then, I think you're going to be all right with this one. I've seen a lot of people calling it really nasty and intense or mean-spirited and not really. kids. I guess. I didn't even see them as kids, though. I think the actors are, like, 21. I thought they were supposed to be, like, yeah. 21. I didn't see the the two siblings as kids. Yeah, me neither. Just the one really little girl, and she doesn't yeah. die. I thought, though, because people told me this was a really mean movie. 
I thought when when she's being menaced by the wood chipper, I thought the demon was just gonna whip the little girl into the wood chipper, and I was like, yeah. that. Well, they rock. killed that one little boy, like ripped his arms off. No, they, she just throws him against the wall. No, his arms are gone. Oh, still. I thought she was gonna like pull <laughs> his skin off or something, or use the little boy to like try to get the oh, little girl to is, open the door. And this is your terrifier too. I'm just, it's like, you know, it's a demon. She's not going to be nice. You know, it's like, and it's like, because they were pulling punches like that. And it's like, it's fine if the kid dies quick, whatever. They killed a kid in the movie. They already did it. But it's like, if you're going to do it, it's like, I don't know. I thought it was going to be worse. I thought it was going to be worse. And I went and I was like, "Mm, this isn't that bad. Um, Yeah. And it's just not very scary. I don't know. It's also not that gory. I, I feel like people said this is like the nastiest movie in the franchise. I would say that I put like, I go like Evil Dead 2013, then Evil mm. Dead 2, then this one, then Evil Dead, then mm. uh, Army of Darkness, which is like PG-13. Army um, of Darkness. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. And he's in back in time and he has to fight him. He has knight's armor. Yes, that is a very funny one. Yeah, that movie's really fun. But, um, well, that's the third movie. Yeah, I've seen that one okay. as well. But, um, yeah, if you're a fan of the franchise, you might not like this. That's what I'll say. If you're yeah. not a fan of the franchise, you might like it. If you don't know it and you just yeah. or want to see a gory, fun horror movie that you're like, well, let's just watch yeah. something. You can throw this on. If you are I've, a fan it's of the not, It's not yeah. spectacular. It's not scary. It's yeah. not like in, that interesting. But and it's fun. The lines were bad. You thought? Yeah, the part where it's like it starts out with like a drone shot. You think it's the demon and like a drone scares this girl. And she goes, ah, oh, and the guy runs out and he weird. goes, you almost shit a brick sideways. I was like, oh, no, girl. No the lines in that. this are bad. The boyfriend guy, like the <laughs> annoying boyfriend. That will just fuck sh- up your face. You were going to shit a, f- you were about to shit a brick sideways. Like, like what is no, that? Is no that like a that. fucking Irish statement? What is this? The director's <laughs> Irish. You're gonna shit the brick. You about to shit the brick sideways. Brick sideways. Oh, they're after Potter, my shit bricks. Harry Potter. Um, no, no, no. Too Irish. Too Irish. Don't like it. Um, some of the writing was stupid. Really, really obvious yeah. dialogue. Stupid lines. I do like the dead eye writing. Think what? Well, let me just say oh. one more thing. One more comment, okay? Hit me. If you like the Evil Dead franchise, don't watch this. If you have to only just watch one, watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's like a whole three-season show with the main mm. character from the first Evil Dead movie. And it's actually perfect. If you like this kind of stuff, yeah. it's perfect. There's a part where a dead body gets possessed, and it's but the demon goes up its ass by accident. And so it possesses the guy's asshole, and he has to fight an asshole that's like moving around like a Ugh. snake. And it, like, shits, shoots shit into his face, and he has to, like, stick a shotgun up it and shoot it up the asshole. It's oh so fucking funny. It's so good if you like this kind of stuff. Watch that show. Did you ever... Yeah, watch that show. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie where the guy's butt is a serial killer? Where the thing comes out of it? Like, his... Like, yeah, like, he ends up killing people. Is it, like... It's, like, Milo he, or something? He like wakes up and his butt has like killed people. It's, well, a, it's an indie film said in LA. Is it the movie where the, the creature comes out of his asshole and kills people? No. Okay, okay, then that's not the movie. There's a movie called Bad Milo and it's like a monster lives in his asshole and it crawls out and it kills people. 
I think this is called Butt Man. That sounds good. Butt that boy. describes me. Butt Boy 2019. Butt boy and Lava Girl. You will fucking love this. Send me movie. send me that link. Send me a link it's to it. So well, it's it's bad good, but also well, takes some turns where you're like, what? I love bad good. I love butt boy. There's turns that are just so confusing and like no, so I'll surprising. Take that out for sure. That's my third wreck. Serial killer <laughs> butt. Anal um, okay, great. I think we really covered everything. We covered my nipples. We covered potatoes. We covered your facial hair falling off. Thank you for listening. How the hell are you going to love someone else? <laughs> Remember that from the... From Paul's Drag Race? What did you call me? <laughs> Drag is... Sin! Goodbye. Goodbye.